0: Personal statement top tips, subject spotlights, and some inspiration from a former politician. Welcome to Better Uni Choices. Hi everyone, in this, the very first podcast from Better Uni Choices, we cover the first 10 of our top 20 personal statement tips, we signpost a fantastic resource for finding out about what it's like to study different subjects at university, and we provide a little bit of inspiration from Wendy Alexander, a former Scottish Labour leader. So let's get straight to it. Our top 20 personal statement tips, counting down from number 20 to number 11. This is for all of you currently facing the challenge of writing your UCAS personal statement. Number 20. Start early. There aren't many people who can just sit down and write 650 words of great prose without preparation. Not me, and probably not you. And, moreover, you are going to want to reflect on what you've written between drafts and give yourself time to develop and improve your ideas. So start early, recognising that this is a process and not a one-off writing exercise. Number 19. Know the basics. For your personal statement, you have a limit of up to 4,000 characters, including punctuation and spaces. That's around 650 words, give or take. And when you upload it onto the application, there's a 47-line limit, which you won't be able to check until you copy and paste it in. So my advice is to set up a new document on Microsoft Word or Google Docs using Times New Roman, 12-point, double-spaced lines, and standard margins. When you reach reached two pages, you are almost at the limit. Number 18. Ask yourself these eight questions before you start. 1. Why do you want to do the course? 2. What do you know about the course or the profession? 3. What skills does the course or profession require? 4. What have you most enjoyed studying at school? 5. What supercurricular activities have you done? 6. What have your extracurricular activities and achievements been? 7. What work experience have you done? And 8. What are your hobbies? write down your answers. No need for full sentences, just notes and bullet points. The answers to these questions will give you everything you need to write your statement. And the reality is that if you can't answer these statements fairly easily, you should probably do a little bit more research on your courses and reflect a little bit more on your motivation. Otherwise, maybe you are not quite ready to apply yet. Number 17. Applying for an academic course? If so, your personal statement should be focused mainly on your academic class studies and on further academic supercurricular activities that you've done. You know, further reading, university masterclasses, etc. In your statement, you really want to emphasize your motivation for and understanding of the subject that you are applying for. Number 16, applying for a vocational or professional course. In this case, you want to emphasize relevant skills and your understanding of the vocation or the profession you're applying to enter. So focus on any work experience you have, plus any extracurricular activities that you've done that are relevant and demonstrate the right skills and the right knowledge. Just don't forget the academics completely. Admissions tutors still want to know that you can study hard. Number 15. Applying for a creative course. Well, if so, admissions tutors want to see and hear about what you have actually done creatively. So focus on that. Plus you'll want to show your understanding of your discipline and your knowledge and your appreciation of other artists, designers, musicians and creative people in your creative area. Number 14. Start your statement with a trigger. Start strongly with a sentence that essentially says, because of X I want to study Y in order that I can go off and do Z. Now X could be a whole variety of things and will be very specific and personal to you. Y is the course that you want to study and Z is where you think the course will take you. This will be intrinsically linked to both the course plus your reason for studying it. Number 13 Finish with a killer conclusion. This will be a sentence or two that really sums up your application. It could be something that links right back to your initial trigger Or it could be a sentence that highlights two or three of the strongest skills that you've covered which will help you succeed. Or it could be something forward-looking that discusses how you can see the course benefiting you in the future. Whichever you choose, keep it short, keep it punchy and keep it to the point. Number 12. Writing clear, simple English. There is no need to use complicated language to make yourself sound clever it is much better to use simple language that flows well. And what if you're not sure if your language is simple and clear? My suggestion is to read each paragraph out loud. You'll soon know if it flows well. Number eleven, ask yourself the question, so what? For every sentence you write, every statement you make and every example you give, ask yourself, so what? By that I mean, why does it matter? Why is it relevant? Why should the reader care? If you realise that it isn't immediately obvious why the statement matters, then explain more about why it's important and tell your reader why it's relevant to your application. Moving on to this week's Did You Know? Looking for insight into what it's like to study your subject at university? Head over to SpringPod where there are loads of subject spotlights. Learn about your subject through short videos produced in partnership with universities. They are slick, they are interesting and they are accessible and they have a little more depth than you might expect. Simply head to springpod.com. You won't regret it. And finally, this week's quote of the week comes from Wendy Alexander, former Scottish Labour Leader and now Vice Principal at the University of Dundee. None of us buy an education, she says. We earn an education. What she's saying is is that even if we do pay tuition fees for our university degree, it's not the fee we pay that defines what we get out of our education. It's the effort we put in. In the next episode, we look at virtual open days versus physical open days, and we ask the question, which is better for you? And in episode three, we'll continue to count down our top 20 personal statement tips. Thanks for listening. See you next time.